This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, coming to you from Radio Row again on a Thursday podcast from sunny and warm Miami Beach, Florida. Al Dukes, what's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. Haven't seen you in two hours. Well, um, yesterday we went our separate ways after the show. You uh, went with your wife to the beach, I guess, South Beach? Yeah. I walked down to what I thought was South Beach. Turned out it was just a part of Miami, Miami Beach. Beach. Yeah. Where there were just a lot of like, uh, it was like an outdoor strip mall sort of area, the restaurants, uh, chain stores. Right. And then when we met back up for dinner, you were telling me about all the, the weirdness that went on in, in the real South Beach. Right. So what sort of things did you see down there? Well, we were, first of all, we went to the Clevelander, which was tremendous. Oh, for right. For a big fishbowl drink, which was fun. That's a bar, the Clevelander? Yeah, it's the famous hotel and restaurant right. and bar that's right outside. And what is so special about it, Jerry? Nothing. Nothing, right? But it was, the, the drinks were great and the food was good. Right, but why does this happen in uh, the world? I don't know, because there were other bars and restaurants that looked just as good, if not better. Right, so why is that I don't know. It gets a reputation for it's some reason. It's got a reputation, Jerry. But we... We stayed on South. We went on to the beach on South Beach across the street from the Clevelander, right behind where ESPN is broadcasting from. All right. Uh, what did we see? We saw a couple of things that really were disturbing. Number one, we saw, as I pointed out on the show today, a 70-year-old man that had a uh, string thong bikini on. Okay. And the only thing in the front was a uh, turquoise sock uh, that covered his penis. That was it. And then he, he wore decided, a sock on his penis? Yeah, it was like, yes, that's what that's what the bathing okay. suit was. And then, or whatever you want to call it, but bare-assed and then decided to do yoga uh, and exercise about 30 feet from us. So I had, my back was towards him, so I could see all the reaction from everybody else. Hilarious. I mean, everybody staring, Everyone's taking staring cameras at the guy. out. Then there was a guy, and this was, this was bothersome to me. Okay. Then there was a creepy guy. Right around 50-ish, I would say. Nothing wrong with 50-year-olds, Jerry. This guy was creepy. And he was going and seeking out single females that okay. were sunbathing. He was looking for dates? And he had a big bag with him. And so he goes to one girl, and she looked at him as he was talking, and she basically just put her hat over her head mm-hmm. to ignore him. And you could see he was kind of like, all right, I got the point. Then he goes to another woman who was topless 
And she had no no her top boobs on. were out. Correct. Is that it was, legal? It is. And so she was she was the only one we saw. But so she was bathing. So he goes over, gets down on one knee, clearly wakes her up, and she grabbed her hat and towel and covered herself. She's right. Like, Get away from me. You creep. Then there was this gorgeous blonde girl, maybe early twenties, by herself about say fifty feet from us. He goes over there, wakes her up, and for whatever reason, she was in and starts talking to him. So he goes into his bag. He gets his towel out, puts it right down next to her. He's showing her the stuff in his bag. And I don't know if he gave her, like, one of those electric cig- I'm not sure, but they started smoking stuff together. And I said to Kim, like, you know, you feel like you want to say something, but she's an adult. Right. Maybe they're having fun. And then you think, all I can think of, we've done these podcasts where sometimes you have these creeps that are trying to pick up young girls and right. do pornography with them. That's what it looked like. But she was interested. She was. And as he kept talking, you could see by her body language, she didn't like something. And within 10 minutes, he walked away to go get a drink. She packed up her stuff and took off. She he came split. back and looked like, what happened? So he, What he, a creep. So for a moment it worked, and then she creeped. he creeped her out yes. too much, and she took off. Clearly. And so then we, we were done at that point, too. Sorry to get cloudy. We went across to the Clevelander, and we had some drinks and some food, and we had a good time. Let me ask you this, Jerry. You and I talk. We go on the Jersey Shore beaches. Are the women in South Beach on those beaches more beautiful than the girls of the Jersey Shore? The Jersey Shore girls are gorgeous. Is that That's right? That's all I'm going to say. So, Miami Beach. I will say. You were talking about the bathing suits of choice. Oh, cheek keenies, we call them. No, no one's wearing those. No. They're wearing thongs. Straight up thongs. And let's just say most of them should not be. Right. Okay. So that gives my answer because I thought, like on the New Jersey beach, beaches, we see people, men and women, in bathing suits they shouldn't be in. Yes. Based on their body size. Yeah. And you're saying the same thing here. No different. There is no question that some of them wore them and wore them well. Okay. And then there's no question that others wore them and their ass cheeks swallowed up the material. Right. And it, it, it just not good. Not a good just look. Just not a good look. Now, one of the things I think we're heading uh, that way today, all of us, right? Uh, the, the South I, Beach area. My wife wants to go to the beach again, yes. Right. Uh, Gio wants to go to the beach. It, is it odd to go to the beach with just men... Heterosexual men going to the beach together. This is what I pointed out today. There were four guys next to us. It looked so weird. But, like, Gio was like me, you, Eddie, and Gio on the beach. I'm going with my wife. I don't know what you guys are doing. It is weird. I agree. But why? Why is it weird? I agree. It just looks weird. I agree it's weird also. It just looks weird. I I don't know. I feel like you should only go to the beach with someone you're in a relationship with. Yeah. Whether that be man-on-man action, woman-on-woman action, man-and-woman, you know what I mean? Sure. Or you bring your children, let them right. go run Family. around. Absolutely. But, but, but Four dudes on friends. the beach looks weird. I'm right. sorry. It just does. But yet four women friends going to the because beach, Because women like weird. to sunbathe. Right. They want right. the What tan. are we going to do? Like these guys, it, dude, when I tell you they were like hip to hip, Yeah. it just looked funny. I... Whatever, it's a perception. Maybe it's a bad one of mine. But I, said to, I actually said to my wife, I'm like, could you imagine if me, Eddie, Al, and Greg were doing this? And right. she looked at me, she goes, no. No, it's, it's awkward. Right. It looks silly. I tell you what's weird about being here on Radio Row, and this, these are old school guys, so I don't know some of our younger people, Jerry, won't know who this is. But I, when I went to pee before uh, uh, in the urinals, I was in a urinal between 
to the urinal to my right was legendary Hall of Famer Jack Youngblood. Really? And to my left. From the Rams. From the Rams. That guy was a tough guy. And then to my left was Steeler running back Franco Harris. Wow. And you were between those two. Which being, doesn't belong and why? And to get out, to get into the bathroom, I had to break through a conversation between um, Olive, Oliver Luck, okay. the head of the XFL. You're pushing the XFL this week and, here? And John Clayton. It was so, it's so weird here, Jerry. I yes, th- he's you, pushing the XFL. Here's what I find weird. All right. Is that we are surrounded by NFL royalty. Yeah. And we don't care. Don't care, right? Because we've, we've been bec- we've been through it so much, and you know what? Twenty years ago, we would have killed to be here. Right. At least I would have. And right, now it's like, it. let me get the hell out of here at ten o'clock. Right. Although I, I could see, I would have been. What was it? Was it Minneapolis or was it San Francisco where you could pay to walk around and watch the shows? Yes. Prior to this job, I would have been one that would have done that, and would have thought it was the coolest thing in the world. And it is. It's just having been here and done it and having guys come through like they do, it's like, meh, I want to go back and go into the pool. Right. The other thing is that a lot of times for us, it's the same guys that kind of wander True. around. I do th- I do think a couple cool things happen here. Like a couple years ago when Dak Prescott met Roger Staubach sure. in the, just in the hallway. Right. That was cool. Yep. I could see uh, that. I even thought it was cool before I saw Phil Simms talking to Ron Jaworski, guys that had battles in the NFC East all those years. Right. That I like. Jerry, I did get an um, email from, or this was a direct message, I believe, on Twitter. Came to me from, I'm going to use the guy's name. I'm going to say William Thomas because, quite frankly, that's a common name. So it could be any William Thomas. Okay. But he writes, uh, hi, Al. I tried the infamous OJ and soy sauce test. Oh, my God. Another one tried it. In the name of science. And it definitely did not work. Really? I am also a medical student, and after doing some research, it makes more sense. It makes more sense that people are mistaking the smell, the smell of it, as the the taste. taste. There's really no way that taste receptors or any type of sense could go from there to the mouth or throat. Hope you enjoy this update. Love the podcast. Well, thank you. Thank you, William. How about that? I do appreciate that. Interesting. I didn't think you'd be able to taste soy sauce. I didn't either, but I feel like you were kind of in favor of it. Oh, because I was telling you the, the thin skin is different. Right. On the testicles. Right. I did not buy it. Which is, it's a very similar skin, they say, to the skin that's under your tongue. Which is why there's medication that you're supposed to put under your tongue because it absorbs it quicker. Right. Is that what drug dealers, uh, drug addicts do? Uh, I suppose so. What, have you ever tried? I have not. I'm not a drug dealer. You never had friends that drug tried? taker. No, I, n- I never had friends that did drugs. Really? My friends were not drug takers. How about that? You? No. You had, did, did your friends smoke weed? Uh, yeah, I've had friends that smoke Yeah, absolutely. My friends did not smoke weed either, Jerry. We were above it all. I have, I have absolutely had friends that smoke weed. Yes. All right. And still do. Some. I never knew. Like, now I feel like weed is readily available. It's, like, legal practically and everywhere. Right. Where were kids getting weed in, when I was in high school? From uh, the, who? In the bathroom. But, like, from who? I don't know, dude. I was. It, it wasn't. I never, never was a part of that life. I don't know. 
I don't know. I've never bought drugs. I've never known anyone that's bought drugs. Well, I've known but, them. I just have never asked where they like, got them. How are kids in high school prior to weed being everywhere? Weed, how are those weed. kids? How are they getting weed? I don't know. I, I have no idea. And and how this is what fascinates me about it. Yeah. How are you trusting it? Exactly. And where it came from. Yes. That was my whole thing all the time. How are you trusting it and where it came from? If that, That's what I always used to say when people couldn't believe I never smoked weed. I said, maybe if you grew it in your kitchen. And, and showed it to me. you rolled it up. Right. Or however you smoke weed in a bong. <laughs> however you smoke weed. Maybe I would have tried it. Yeah, I could see that. Because they would always hit me with the, you have a beer. And that. you used to smoke cigarettes to impress girls. I did. So, but but that that was all regulated. You followed. Right, yes, you bought the cigarettes I knew in the store, well, and you were comfortable a, with them. I bought the cigarettes in a vending machine at a bar. Oh, trying to impress the ladies. You used to pull that thing out. Yeah, <laughs> I would need eight dollars, <laughs> although it was cheap. It was cheaper back then. Right, two bucks. Right, it was back probably then. just a couple bucks. You That's paid like fair. a little surcharge. Right, that was it. That's pretty funny. Hey, look, Steve Cohen. I haven't seen him in a long time. Jerry, who was your favorite guest from today? Not sure. Phil Sims. Okay, that's fair. I thought Phil was fun today. I thought, interestingly, Jordy Nelson was good. I did not hear Jordy Nelson. I'm He's sorry. a farmer now. Oh. Okay. He's got a farm. Well, good for him. He's a farmer. Uh, I thought Jordy Nelson was good yes, uh, today, and I thought Mark Sanchez was very good yesterday. Those are my two favorite guests so Those far. Those are the two favorites? Yeah. Okay. That's, Works for me. That's where I'm at. How was Derek Henry? I think Steven Jackson was good. Derek Henry was quiet. Oh, was he? He's a silent assassin, Jerry. Oh, okay. So not good. No, he was good. But strangely, I felt was the same size as Mark Sanchez. Okay. Physically. Yeah, big guy. Which one? Both of them. Right. But Mark Sanchez on the football field, I recall looking at him thinking. Because he's playing against 300-pound defensive linemen. You forget how big these guys are. Yes. You know, Boomer's probably not a big guy on the football field anymore. Right. And to us, he's, you know, a giant. Derrick Henry does have that cool hair where the back, he's got it like uh, some sort of braid in it. Right. And it sticks out of the helmet when he's playing. You can try that. I can't. Grow out the back. You can I grow, out, grow the out the back of your of hair. <laughs> I should go with that look. Grow out the back of my hair with a ponytail. You know what I saw in the store the other day? A guy that had a, po- a bald guy okay. that had a ponytail, he grew out a patch in the back. Yeah. And then also grew out a patch on his forehead. Oh. It looked like Velcro. He looked ridiculous. Now, he had tattoos everywhere. Right. So it looked like he was the type of guy that was trying to make statements. Yes. But he looked ridiculous. I thought of this yesterday uh, when I was eating a sandwich in South Beach, Jerry. By yourself. You yeah. were not in South Beach. Miami Beach. I was in Miami Beach. I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. But I thought if if someone needed to find me, yeah, because it was crowded, and I was like, hmm, if if uh, let's say I said to so and so, someone said, hey, uh, I have a guest for you. I I'm I work in public relations. I would like to meet you for a drink to discuss a guest. Yeah. How how do I know who you are? I felt like I could have simply said, I'm the person without any tattoos. Okay. There were tattoos everywhere. Yeah, here. there are. I don't have any. Everywhere. No, well, you're not a South Beacher. That's true. 
Very good point. You mean where you were? Where I was in I South see. Beach. Hey, everyone. There was a guy that had uh, at the beach yesterday. He had two full arm sleeves. And yeah, tattoos. that's what I would get if you I was could, getting tattoos. No, you wasn't. If I was, if I were an arm sleeve, if I, that's bad. You cover up everything from your hand up to your shoulder. Looks cool. Eh, I don't love the look. I like tattoos. I don't You're a like big that. tattoo guy. I don't have any. Oh, am I a you big don't tattoo have guys? I do like them though. All right. But I, I don't like covering your skin entirely like that. Right. That doesn't work for me. Okay. So. Fair enough. It. Yeah. All right, Jerry. I'm going to cut this off here because. You've had enough. I'm going to oil myself up. I'm going to get in my banana hammock. I'm going to take my shirt off. And I'm going to lay on the beach. That's what I do for relaxation. Right. I'm, I'm okay. And I'm going to have a sandwich. How about you guys go to a beach? Me and my wife will go to another one, and we'll meet up for <laughs> drinks in a couple hours. All right. Fair enough, Jerry. <laughs> All right, dude. Well, this right, has been fun. Are, are we doing one tomorrow? No. Well, tomorrow's Friday, Jerry. We've got flights uh, to catch. I am. I, yes. We are doing a warm-up show tomorrow. Yes, we will. do. Oh, I can talk tomorrow morning. That's cool. All right, cool. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, how do I do this? Uh, oh, warm-up next. Peace out. <laughs> It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. All right, here we go. It is day two for us on Radio Row in Miami, quarter to six. Al, how are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. No very, dead people today. No, very uneventful uh, trip into the media center here. Got dropped off, walked in. Got dropped off and walked in. That's you, the way it should be. You did say walking in would be really cool if we saw a mugging in person. Right. I did say that. Yeah. Because I wanted the That's story. sick mind. I wanted the story for the air, Jerry. Instead, Is that you can wrong? just create one. Instead, I said, should we make one up? <laughs> no, let's not do that. <laughs> should we say we saved somebody today? No. That we took a knife from somebody, Jerry, no, and no, saved no, Miami no. Beach. Because you know why? There's no News 12 down here. Fair. Jerry, no one's covering it, it. Is this Miami Beach or Miami or South Beach? Uh-huh. Where are we? I was in South Beach yesterday. It was about right. a 10-minute drive. Okay. We're in Miami Beach. Right now? Yes. That's right different now. than saying I'm in Miami. I think you go over the causeway. Oh, all right. To be in Miami. Like Coral Gables, I think, yeah. is over there. I think. I don't know. I got lost yesterday. I was just trying to find like a, uh, a like some sort of veggie wrap for lunch. What's Forget it. I was, I don't know where I was. I felt like I was in Milan. I was in Italy one time, Jerry. And that's what the South Beach area of Miami feels like. Everyone has a European accent of some sort. Okay. All of the cafes are trying to draw you in to have a lunch. Right. They were giving you a menu as you're yeah, walking like, by. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, come, please come by. Um, but then all the other problem is all of the stores down there are like the generic, like the Gap, Victoria's Secret. We, why do we need that in South Beach? People shop in South Beach. Well, I did get suckered <laughs> into a cafe because I was by myself. Right. And I was like, oh, I was looking at the menu, and I said, oh, they have a s- sandwiches, you know, Jerry. And I get in there, and I realize I'm in a hookah lounge <laughs> where people are just smoking. What'd you smoke? Flavored tobacco. What'd you try? And then in my head, I was like, they can't. You can't be good at hookah and, and make, turkey, <laughs> right? And, <laughs> and making, yet you ate there. And yet I ate there. That was the sandwich. It was fine, exactly. But I, the whole time I was thinking, like. They're probably really into the hookah because that's their specialty. They're probably smoking the hookah as they're making your right. sandwich, they're doing which means an, they weren't wiping the knife off. Right. They're doing an oh, by the way, with the food. Pretty much. Like, I was like, mm, that's but why. You I, also had four beers for the price of two. Right. But I, I didn't have, uh, I, I decided I was not going to order anything meat-related because I was like, 
how do I know that they're properly? So what did you order? Like a cheese? Uh, no, no, no. Did I ordered a, a cheese sandwich. A caprese sandwich, Jerry. Which is what? It's a you know mozzarella, cheese, tomato, arugula, on a panini. <laughs> no wonder why you weigh 104 pounds. Speaking of chicken, though, Jerry, I wanted to bring this to your attention. Uh, Marshawn Lynch has filed a, a trademark for clothing for the phrase "Take care of yo chicken." Now. He is already selling these shirts, is he? but he's trying to trademark it so that you, Jerry, couldn't start <laughs> I'm selling those sure shirts. I'm pretty sure I'm not going to be selling those shirts now or buying them. I did look on uh, his Beast Mode clothing. Right. A hoodie, a Take Care of Your Chicken hoodie. $65. $70. $70. So he's also, now this comes at the time when they, when they got bounced out of the playoffs in the postgame. He, uh, he was trying to say that the younger players appreciate when you're here in the game because when it leaves, you know, he had retired. So does the paycheck. So does the paycheck. And at the time he said, take care of y'all bodies. Take care of y'all chicken. I thought it was yo chicken. No, y'all. But he's trying to trademark yo. Right. Take care of y'all y'all bodies. Take care of y'all chicken. Take care of y'all mentals. If I were to get you a t-shirt, Jerry, or a hoodie, would you like the take care of y'all bodies? Mentals. Take care of y'all mentals. I want the mentals. <laughs> yes. Do you think people would question you when you were walking around Probably. with the take care of y'all mentals? Just like they would with the chicken. Yeah. The bodies, eh, whatever. Take care. But but I'm very happy that this got cleared up through this trademark thing. Because remember, we were trying to think what chickens was. And we went on like. Yes, we sounded old and out of touch. Slang, dictionaries. I had people call me going, chicken is heroin. I'm, <laughs> he's saying take care of your heroin. I'm, no, he's not. <laughs> Uh, whatever. Chicken <laughs> is money, Jerry. Yes. You take care of your cash. Take care of y'all chicken. That takes a while, too, to get something trademarked. Yes. Like, you have to apply for You've it. You've done they that before. They have to review. Yeah. There's a review of it. Then it allows people to challenge it. Oh, I'm going to challenge it, it. You could do that. I'm going to say, I, do that. I was the first to say, take and care of y'all chicken. That will force him to probably I like get... choking the chicken. <laughs> All right. Wait, Boomer's whatever you to, do. Boomer's trying to trademark fine. that. I don't know if that's going to go through. <laughs> it could. It could. But then it forces the other person probably to get an attorney. Right. Oh, I'd love to battle Marshall and Lynch in court, Jerry. There you go. You want to be a hero? But I need a a lawyer who's going to work pro bono (laughs) so I don't have to pay them. Right. What do you get out of it? (laughs) I don't know. You'd have to make shirts. Right. But no one wants to buy my take care of y'all chicken shirts. They want a Marshall and Lynch one. Is it y'all or yo? Well, he said y'all, but he's trademarking yo chicken. Take care of yo chicken. We sound ridiculous right now. Speaking of take care of your chicken, yesterday when I was roaming around South Beach, which was sketchy in some areas. No, because you look like a local. <laughs> I had to go to my ATM. Bald guy and with it was, glasses and, and it was outside. And it was an outside ATM, which I don't like. Oh, I wish I could have taken a picture and of And I was that. like this the whole time. You broke a rule. I was shaking. Well, it was the middle of the day, so I didn't break a, a but rule. But you're outside. I know. You're not protected. Right. And I was near, you know, I was near like a bus stop. It was like <laughs> not the best. And, I was and it just, all worked out just fine. It did you? work out. Right. But I tried to walk confidently, like with my chest out. What chest? <laughs> Madawan chest. hero Al Dukes. Yes. Your chest is inverted into your... Come on. I learned walking with confidence from the uh, the dog trainer. What's his name? Um, the dog whisperer? Cesar Milan, yeah. When you walk a dog, you're supposed to walk a dog with your chest out. To show him that you're the boss. You're the boss. So right. I was doing the same thing when I used an ATM. I'm the boss. Is that why you were looking at buying a poodle? <laughs> I may have uh, just stuffed some cash into my pocket, but I'm the boss. 
Jerry, Dusty <laughs> Baker so stupid. has signed with the Astros. I didn't really – maybe uh, we're out of it because we're here in Miami and yes. it's all football. Yes. Is this big news? I mean, I think it is. I mean, he replaces A.J. Hinch. They needed a manager. Two years. Um, he's not official, by the way, but he's not going – He's going. Yeah, I was just making sure. But it looks like he's he is going, going to, be, to be the manager of the Astros. Yes. All right. You They're like still working move? out the details. Yeah, because it's a team that is ready to win again, and he's a veteran manager. Yeah, of course. Why not? Jerry, would you say they're ready to win now? Shut up, Al. <laughs> Now and in the future. And there was a, uh, a brouhaha. In the Nick game that you told me about. At the I did garden. not see the end of the game. Yeah, there but was I a did brouhaha. watch it this morning. You did. Interesting. Alfred Payton might get suspended. Alfred Payton and uh, Jay Crowder. Yep. So there was a brouhaha because, what, the game was already a blowout. They were up by 18 points. The Crowder, Knicks were losing? Yeah. Crowder steals an inbounds pass. But it's not so much that he went and shot the ball. It's that he ran to the corner so he could shoot a three. (laughs) (laughs) With the game already over. Yes, the game was decided. There were 48 seconds to go when he shot the ball. And as he's coming down, Peyton just shoves him into, like, that first row of, uh, you know, chairs uh, on the sideline. And then everything happens after that. Did he get slammed into Woody Allen? I don't know if Woody Allen was there. I'm not sure. Were Tracy Morgan? But it looked dangerous. Yeah. Looked and stupid. And then were uh, a big brouhaha? Were people swinging? It wasn't terrible, but yeah, I mean, it was a scuffle is a the scuffle. right word. A scuffle. People using. had to be pulled apart. Yes. This, this was is at the end a, of the this game. This is not a massive brawl. Right. But it was, it was a it brouhaha. Was, it was not a good look. Yeah. Not a good look. And then uh, James Dolan is involved somehow. Yeah. He was throwing a fan out. Right. People were chanting, sell I the guess team. They were, yeah, and I, I guess he told security the closest one to him that was chanting, they kicked him out. Throw him out. But the yeah, game was over. The game was over. So you got thrown out of a game that was over. I guess. But maybe he, he's not welcome back. See, I have to see the timeline of when exactly that chant happened. Yeah. Again, I was not on the game in the fourth quarter, especially not with a minute to go. So I don't know. But, yeah, he kicked the guy out. It's funny how they, how that chant really bothers him. It's like I know you didn't watch wrestling in the 80s, Jerry. You were one of the kids. Uh, I watched it until I saw that it wasn't real. When was that? <laughs> when I was 10. When you were 10? And I sat in the first row. My dad gave us uh, See, that was the took problem. me for my birthday. We sat in the first row, me and three other friends. And I was I'm like, they're not hitting each other. <laughs> and it ruined me. You need the distance of TV, what the TV camera will give you. Or like you. 30 rows up. Or 30 rows up. Yes. They shouldn't even sell those seats. Uh, you know, you're not wrong. But uh, that chant, sell the team, really bothers James Dolan. He gets very upset. Sure. It, it's very reminiscent of wrestling in the 80s. Whenever yeah. the Iron Sheik or Nikolai Volkov would come out. Right, sure. The crowds would chant, USA. U.S. And the wrestler would be so visibly right. angry. Well, I mean, it would be like right now if all our camera guys and everybody from CBS just stood here and started yelling at you, quit your job. You suck. <laughs> I wouldn't appreciate quit that. Quit your job. I would have <laughs> everyone thrown out of here, Jerry. Right, because you're doing your job in yeah. your space, but people don't like you. I would have NFL security in here in a second. James Dolan owns the building that they're sitting in. Right. So it's like walking into someone's house and saying, get out. Get out. Pretty much. I mean, it's what it is. Be like if I went into your house, Jerry. Doesn't mean you should kick people out, yes. If you welcome me into uh, to dinner and I, and I said, You I, suck. <laughs> get out. My house, you get out. And I did invite you to dinner once. And I went in there, right? Jerry, sell your couch. Sell your couch. <laughs> You're such couch. an ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. It's disrespectful. But now, but what I'm saying is now that people know that, they will do that. Just like they've we would been do it. Doing it. Just like we would do it to the Iron Sheik because we knew it bothered them. They've been doing it. This is nothing new. 
It's just the fact that he kicked the guy out right then and there. I see. So this is the way it goes. Hmm. You want to take a break? Sure. All right, quick break. When we come back, Al has at least one more story. I don't know about that. Something about his nightlife after dinner here in Miami Beach. And then Boomer and Geo at 6 on The Fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, we got a few more minutes last night. The Knicks won. You had the incident at the end of the game and the uh, rather lost, and the Nets did win. So the Knicks lose, Nets win. What else? Trey, with the Super Bowl this weekend, it's the first time a uh, medical doctor is going to play in the Super Bowl. Yeah, we discussed that, the lineman on the Chiefs. Yeah, his name is Laurent Duvernay Tardif. Definitely got that right. I'm sure. Definitely nailed it, Jerry. What about it? He's a doctor. We know that. A medical doctor. We talked about this last week. When? Last week. Was I here? (laughs) Yes, you were Is he really a medical doctor, though? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, isn't he an Ivy League? No, he went to to, uh, McGill, I think, up in Canada. Oh, that's what it was. Is he a specialist? And I also... (laughs) A specialist in the area. Specialty. Yeah, maybe, uh, what's his name? Omar Minaya can call him. He wanted to put MD on the back of the jersey, and the NFL wouldn't let him. Doctor? They should have let him put doctor? Yes. Is he a, like a real doctor or an anesthesiologist? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Al insulting people. No, no, no. I always felt like an like, anesthesiologist. Would you have the stones to put that needle in someone's back? No, but once you have the stones, you, you can still screw up. You're just measuring I, this I, much. I get it, but you're, you still got to get it right. Right. They go, what do you weigh? How, you know about, the, I don't how like? about the first time you do it? <laughs> how is your hand not shaking? The first time you do anything, that's a very important job. Like the, the airline pilot, the first sure. time he goes, oh, I'm going to fly. The medical doctor. Right. If you if you went in for that, the, and they told you, this is my first time. This is my, <laughs> <I'm out>. Doctor. <laughs> it's no way. And they ask you, when the, when the anesthesiologist comes in, they go, what do you weigh? Th- they're basing their medication on what you tell them. You think people lie? Yes. <laughs> they should put you on a scale. Guy weighs 230. <laughs> right. So, uh, 175. 175. I'd say, do you want to wake up in the middle of this procedure or do you not want to wake right, up in the Right, because most people will say less than what they right. weigh as opposed to right. more. I would say more. But I'd more could really, kill you, can it? Really? Yes, it would. Okay. It will. So why say more? Well. <laughs> How about you tell the truth? Tell the truth. Guess? Very few times in life you have to tell the truth. Your anesthesiologist is one guy you must they tell the truth They always say, never lie to your doctor. Never lie to your anesthesiologist. And good news for Jets fans, Jamal Adams and the Jets are in preliminary talks, Jerry. Good. Get it done. Get her done. Dak Prescott of a deal yet? No. No. I don't even okay. see Never miss about. a moment He's of any of your favorite shows on the